Welcome to the Employee Co. HR Podcast. I'm Rob Wilson. With me is my brother and partner, Scott. Hello. And Jason Eisen, our Vice President of HR. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us this uh, this month on our, our latest HR podcast. Working the board, of course, usually we'd say Nikki Navarro, who's uh, newly married. Uh, hey, hey. Nikki she and, said uh, yes. And Carrie had a great wedding in the month of July, but uh, it turns out we learned a little something about Nikki. A lot of aliases. Yeah, has, yeah everyone at the wedding was calling him Jackson. We're like, who the hell is Jackson? Jackson. Yeah. And Liam, Liam, it turns out there's a Liam. Yeah. And uh, Papo, his uh, his parents uh, called him Papo after his grandfather. And uh, I think there's a couple others here or there. Yeah. So turns out we'll we, get the background check. Right. <laughs> later. Apparently, no, apparently that's why it didn't come back. It, the name didn't match. So yeah. Yeah. Jackson it is for the uh, for the month. So uh, working the board. Yes, working the board fresh off his, his wedding. So uh, HR topic, uh, Jason and Scott. So uh, this month, you know, we're we're mid year. We had talked briefly before about communications and, and doing more with your employees, performance reviews and having more conversations. And so uh, a topic I thought we'd run through is uh, let's talk about some some tips for making performance reviews as painless as possible. Yeah, I saw a Gallup study that five, one in, only one in five employees think that performance reviews or performance management actually motivates them. So it's a, a majority of employees don't like them. A majority of managers don't like performance reviews. So hopefully we can make this a little bit less painless and a little bit better outcome for everybody. And, and productive. And pretty, yeah. Right. And that's something that Jason, that you you and your team have been working with our clients for, for ages with, uh, you know, no one likes it when that, that survey shows it, you know, yeah. one in, uh, one in one five, five, uh, like it. But a lot of times what your team ends up doing is really helping train the supervisors because if a supervisor is not properly trained on how to conduct and do performance abuse, it's a bad experience for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've said before, hopefully it's not a, just an annual surprise visit from the manager talking to their direct report. <clears throat> hopefully the performance reviews, if annually or when, however the frequency is, accomplish two things. It's an evaluation of uh, the work and the quality the person has done. But then also the second part is developing them for the future and developing skills and behaviors uh, or education and training that uh, can improve the employee and the experience going forward. And I like your suggestion from a previous podcast. To keep up uh, open lens communication yeah. throughout the year, whereas we're trying to meet with everybody at least once a quarter, once a month, ideally, and that way you're touching base on an informal basis, but yet they do have kind of these five inputs, yeah. five items. Yeah, so someone like Nikki or Jackson, do you have to meet with him like four or five times, one for each <laughs> name? Multiple. Yeah, just, just throwing it out there. <laughs> but... Uh, so, Jason, uh, let's uh, how about a few tips. Okay, we'll start with number one. We keep good records. So uh, whether or not it's online in a paper file in your drawer, uh, keep a good list, a running list of what you've observed your employee has done maybe over that month or those weeks, like good things, anything noteworthy. It could be something that uh, the employee did a good job on or maybe something that they could use some improvement on. Which is great because if you if you're not – Typically what happens is if you're doing once a year or once every, however, yep. you know, you come to sit down and you might have forgotten something. What happened on the first quarter, let right. alone the yeah, second, exactly. third quarter. Exactly. So uh, take take good notes and you know, just throw it in a file. I've been guilty of that. I mean, I like the, uh, before we were doing it more frequently, one of the things that I would do from a review standpoint is have the person that you're going to review 
hey, give me your highlights of the year and your lowlights of the year before we meet so we could talk about it. And that would give you kind of like little talking points. But if you do keep good records all year long, yeah, good point. you won't have to do that. And, and that, that puts you right into tip number two. Yeah, so, seek the employee, seek your employee's input. So yeah, so some input. Yeah, whether, whether or not you're asking for the employee to fill out their own self-review at the time you're doing your semi-annual annual review, that's always a good, they, they can rate themselves on the customer service and being proactive and the different projects they work on. <clears throat> but also if you're doing these one-on-one meetings informally throughout the year, it's a great time to ask them, how do you think things are going? How did you, how do you think that project went? How is this responsibility going? And so any of these performance management techniques are two-way feedback. The manager giving feedback to the employee and, and vice versa. Yeah, and you know, it's only going to make for a better, when you have uh, their input, it's only going to make for a better process. For sure. And number three is gathering feedback from others. So hopefully you as a manager have a fairly good idea of how the employee is doing on certain responsibilities or projects. But it's a great idea to, to kind of ping others, other managers or other management team members throughout the company to see, because they're probably interacting with other departments outside of just yours. Uh, so I ask other managers, like, hey, do you interact with Sally or Joe or Jackson, Jackson. or Liam? Yeah. Um, and how do you think things are going? Oh, he's a great, great help. He helped me on this. So there might be... He can't work a board, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so there might be op- opportunities where the manager learns how the employee, either positives or negatives, are inter- interacting with other departments. And I think some of that that feedback can be casual. It's not like you exactly. have to call an official meeting and sit down and say, all right, what can you tell me? But really some casual feedback, especially with your immediate coworkers of of your of the employee that you're you're gonna meet with from a review standpoint. And I think from a coworker standpoint at that level, you also have to be, you know, cognizant of take it with a grain of salt if yeah. someone's having a good day, bad day, kinda stuff like that. But I like the supervisor idea where it's like you talk to other departments because that's real. That would be really good feedback. Yeah, true. Like you said, you and sometimes you have to take a grain of salt because you you may may or may not know the personalities that. Yeah, there may be some bias. Uh, Scott's on a diet. He's angry at everybody. <laughs> no, I'm right. Well, he, he hasn't is. had lunch yet. Exactly. <laughs> talk to Scott. Keep your hands away from. Him. <laughs> uh, number four is actually accentuate the positive. So I think most of the time, managers and employees, when they're talking about performance, are so worried and and preset on the negatives like i don't what are they going to say negative what, what, what do i need to work on or the manager i don't want to talk about this it's really frustrating me so start with the positives everybody has something that they're doing well otherwise they wouldn't be with your organization so let's start with the positives Ex- accentuate those uh what are some things that the employees are doing well let's spend at least as much time on the positives as the negatives and that's then that's probably a, a big part of why when you look at the survey that one in five thinks that Profar's view is good. Yeah. Because if they're negative, if, if it's a negative meeting, who wants to go into a negative yeah, meeting? You know, it's coming in. Right. I would even take it a point further where you start with the positive, address I the bad, great middle, idea. and then end with a positive. Yep. That way it's kind of... Right. The you Oreo cookie. Right. You, there you go. <laughs> Starting and finishing with right. the positive. Yep. Right. And then uh, number five, uh, address raises honestly. Yeah. I mean, in this climate, I mean, any climate... Uh, companies may not be in a position to give raises like they used to. Uh, maybe sometimes your business is down. Maybe you're a restaurant during COVID and you can't give a 3% raise or any raise. So be upfront, be honest, be transparent about kind of your company's financial position. Hey, although it's a bad year this year, we're looking forward to a good year next year. We have some great, exciting projects and goals set up. Uh, so just be kind of honest and transparent on how that's going to go, if, especially if it's not going to be going well. 
you know, it's really when you look at the financial climate right now between the, you know, the interest rates are at uh, a high yeah. and they're going to raise them again in the next, uh, within the next month and they'll be at a 22 year high. So when you look at costs, people are pulling back. So it's as it was a very pro employee market a couple of years ago and this is everyone was making money and the people were moving around a lot. It's uh, there's a lot of companies that are having some challenges. They're starting to feel it, yeah. right? They're feeling that uh, sales cut back, especially when you look at retail and other other segments, technology. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, be honest with the with the raises. Any uh, anything else on, uh, on on making performance reviews a lot easier? I think Scott's suggestion of doing these one on one manager direct report regularly scheduled meetings just get them on your calendar uh things happen maybe you need to reschedule once in a while but really it shows the employee how important your time is and how value they how you value their time and their their employment as your company so try and, well, get and, I, and I think a little bit of preparation throughout the year is going to save you know scrambling at the end of the year you're going to have a lot to talk about and stuff and actually a little teaser for your uh, up and coming newsletter i think one of your sections is going to be helping employees feel heard yeah, this is that same thing under those employee reviews, whether you do it informal, monthly, or quarterly, ideally monthly, uh, they're going to feel hurt. Good and, point. And it's right. going to help them grow. So a little teaser for Jason's yeah. newsletter. If you want to subscribe to it, uh, yeah, you can find that on our website at employco.com. So since we have a few minutes left uh, as well on, on the podcast, something that we could touch on is is rewards. So when you look at, you know, long-term goals, they typically drive your organization when you're looking at three, five-year goals or longer. But most employees really don't care what the gain is in three to five years. They're thinking about now. Sure. So a typical long-term incentive is typically for upper management. Those maybe are stock incentives or grants or something like that, that based on, like you said, a company's valuation increase over the long-term. But these short-term incentives at the most, it's one year. Sometimes it goes to semi-annual, quarterly type incentives. But <clears throat> the most typical short-term incentive is the annual bonus, uh, whether or not it's discretionary or formal. Uh, over 90% of employers give an annual bonus, um, whether or not it's discretionary or not. But then after that, there's different types. Like there's something called a spot spot reward where maybe you did a good job on a certain project. And that usually is more discretionary. It's not tied to certain metrics and... Um, those get a little bit more tricky in terms of how you do it and putting a value on it, but at least the, the annual ones are, are really well received and pretty common. Yeah, I think as, as you're looking at really short term, even a, a year, people expect a bonus or some type of review in a year. But, you know, example, uh, you know, here's a $50 cash bonus or gift certificate uh, if a marketing specialist does a survey of 100 customers by next Friday. So you're, you know, here's a, here's a short term goal of a week or two. Or, you know, on our insurance side, we'll, uh, insurance companies will give some of our team members, if you quote, at, you know, we're going to give you a $25 Starbucks gift card mm -hmm. for every sure. every homeowner's policy that you quote, regardless of if we sell it, just give us the opportunity. And it's a, only a certain window to drive results. Sure. And, and also along the lines of the employee of the quarter, which we do, and that's something that if the department's big enough, the department head could do like, you know, an all-star of the month where if someone does something that's outstanding, when you're in a group setting, bring it up, you know, and that way it's makes that, you know, outstanding employee feel a little bit more special too. Right. And that's more verbal that you don't even have to do financial. That's just, hey, great job. Yeah, and the employee of the quarter that we do, it, it's open to all, all employees and uh, 
but it's once a quarter and they you know, there's some incentive sure. you, you get a cash incentive as well as your you know the right. recognition but uh but there's a lot more i think that you can do from a specific target whether it's departments like you said to uh to quick results and yep. uh, like jason you said you just have to be a little bit more careful of how you uh how you do it and and the kind of the rules around it yeah because it it, it could set a precedent like if well, I did a good job on this project, why am I not getting a bonus on this project? So it, there's a little bit of a slippery slope there, um, but I think it's worthwhile at least taking a look at it and contact us, hrandplico.com. We're, we're here to help and kind of give some guidance and support and how best to structure some of these. Right. We have uh, hrandplico.com, so feel free, any questions. You know, if you can think about up any other names for Jackson or Nikki, <laughs> feel free sure. to send those in as well. Yeah, we could put it in a bowl, and then next month we'll just yeah. So the name Car- for the month. So Carrie, uh, Nikki's Nikki Jackson's uh, spouse. She's like, who am I married to? This guy's <laughs> got like ten names. Sybil. Yep. Well, thanks for joining us uh, this month, and uh, feel free to reach out with other uh, other topics or questions. Uh, here to help. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for joining you. us. Have a good day.